Hey, you're tuning and listening to the Saturday Shade with your man, Nina Kabute. Saturday Shade, it is all about the fun. of Leslie Jordan. Well, shit, what y'all doing? Well, it's another Saturday, and I'm back with some more Saturday shade. Well, as always, don't forget to join the conversation on Twitter, SSN Kabute. On Instagram, Saturday Shade. Like I keep telling y'all, we are international, so don't forget to listen to all the episodes, the new ones, the old ones on Spotify, iHeartRadio, Apple Music. Oh, shit. I keep messing this shit up. I mean, Apple Podcasts, okay? Just saying. But how has 2020 been for you? Because today's episode is actually wrapping up 2020. So just so you know, it's a pre-recorded episode. So uh, whatever happens after this episode, don't call us for it because we don't give a damn. But today's going to be very exciting because, you know, my co-host, these little heifers, did not show up. So it's going to be an all-male episode, okay? It's an OG episode. So my two favorite people are here with me today. And shout out to Booba and Lorenzo, though. I know they're probably sleeping, but, you know, I still love them, though. These girls. Lord Jesus, help them. Well, 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 hello, fellas. What's going on? Hey, hey, I'm so glad to be back. It's been a long time since I've been a part of the Saturday Shade. Y'all know who I am. I am Damien, Mr. D. Oliver, the fashion guru. I miss you, Nene. Nene. Give I miss <laughs> you. <laughs> I miss you. Like, listen, this, this, this is going to be so good, y'all. This is a good way to, like, leave these uh, listeners with 2020. Okay. Willie. Hello. What's going on, people? Welcome back for another episode. Uh, today's episode is really going to be shady because, uh, uh <laughs> but uh, I like that oh, we have the fashion guru on and the fashion enthusiast at the same time. Come on. Listen. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> Listen, I'm here for it, though. You know, I love a good key. Like, I. I love me some good kikis and whatever that happens. So listen, let's get into it, okay? Because since these little heifers were late, they're still not here. We're we going to get right into it. So how has 2020 been for you guys? Like I told listeners, you know, this is a pre-recorded episode. So anything that happens after today, they just have to catch up on 2021. I'm just saying. <laughs> Willie, I'm going to let you go first. Ooh, um, <laughs> this, oh, 2020 has been enlightening. Okay. Um, it has been oftentimes challenging, mm. but um, it's it, for me, it's been a great awakening. I will say that because um, I have learned some things about myself, about some people. Mm. And uh, yeah, this, this, it's, it's been, Woo. that's why it's been the great awakening for me. Mm. It was that for me. <laughs> Damon, Papa D, come on. Yes, um, 2020 has been um, one of the most roller coaster years I've ever had in my life. Um, I can definitely say that if there have been some really good, I had some some really highs and some really lows. Um, my highs is that y'all, um, I'm pretty much done with school with this master's degree. <laughs> Hello, <laughs> somebody, come on now. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> Please, we love to see um, you. I'm... Please, hello. Another black educated man in these streets. 
Hello? You know, I mean, we, we need uh, that. Um, uh, another one of my highs is that I was, I was going to therapy and I really released a lot of my past issues, past traumas that I really didn't know affected me in my day-to-day work from personal relationships to, mm. to grow, to friendships, to family, to, you know, just even how to navigate the work life, you know, some lows during the quarantine, your boy got depressed. They want to go, they want to go further. Um, I learned mm. things about friends that I really didn't think that I'll I'll learn things about. Um, mm. my love life feel is like still preaching right now. <laughs> my love life is still horrible. Um, but oh, no, no, no. I was, we need to get you. Uh, uh-uh. no, no. But no. I was, but but hear me out. I was able to navigate and really figure out exactly what I want out of a out of a significant other. And um, okay. I, I just don't take the crap that I used to take anymore. <laughs> you know, like if you gonna mm. come to me, you gonna come correct. Don't say you want us to go out on a date, but you want me to pick the time. No, ma'am, no, sir. No, no, ma'am, no, Pam. This is your date. You're going to figure it out. You're going to come at me correct. Don't say you want to hang out and chill. No, ask me my availability. Ask me out on a date. I don't do chill. I don't hang. Well, like, and I'm just being perfectly honest. I can hang and chill with friends. You're not trying to be my friend, so you can't hang and chill with me. Period. But other than that, um, 2020 has been... Like I said, a roller coaster year, more highs than lows, but I had my lows and I learned from it. So we here, baby. We still here. Like Tisha I mean, Campbell, still here. I'm Hello, still here. <laughs> she was not alive for that, but we ain't gonna talk about Tisha. Willie. <laughs> 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 um listen. I, I, I'm I'm like you. I, I this was year was a roller coaster. Um, as like everybody else, I think that quarantine really, um, put a lot of us through like a depressive state. Um, but I woke up, I'm not going to lie to y'all. I woke up one morning about two weeks ago and it was like, I usually wake up at like five every morning for work, but I woke up at like Mm -hmm. this particular (laughs) one, I woke up at like four, 15, 420 and I couldn't understand why when I woke up. I had tears in my eyes, literally, like literally woke up, had tears in my eyes. But I, I think it's because as I woke up, I get, I began to reflect and probably about mm, just being tra- completely transparent um, from like, shoot, like April until about mm-hmm. middle August. Mm-hmm. I was like really in a depressive state. And, and again, shout out to my mm-hmm. my true friends who really held me down. Um, in that depressive state, but I woke up because I realized that while in the middle of a pandemic, people lost their jobs. Absolutely, um, God saw fit oh, to really yes. promote me. Um, Come on now, and, and I really, I really pr- like, I really woke up like just with a grateful spirit that day. Like, like when when other when chaos was around, you God saw fit to like really promote promote and elevate me. So again, it, it's been yeah. it's been a roller coaster. I'm I'm just looking forward to getting on to the other side. Hello. Hello. I mean, before everything gets better, you know, it gets crazier before it gets better. So, I mean, but let me just take this second to actually acknowledge the fact that, you know, we, and I know people are going to have a problem, but I don't give a damn. We are (laughs) black educated young men. Okay. Hello. Okay. We got bachelors. We got associates. We have masters, like all of it, you know, and it's crazy because, um, a year ago, uh, I, I actually graduated with, with my second master's, right? Which was crazy. I don't even know how I did it. Because, I mean, right after undergrad, I think, Damien, we did graduate together, right? In yeah. Spring, um, yeah, okay. So, right after that, I actually went to grad school, like, literally three months after. Okay? Uh, I went a month after, and it was pretty much the worst decision of my life. <laughs> I don't even lie to y'all. <laughs> well, you know what? And I don't blame because mine was a little bit of uh, crazy. Because you know, I got into Syracuse. Okay, I don't, I, I don't give a damn. I'm gonna put it on blast. I'm, I'm just gonna do it. That's so why I got into Syracuse. We all know it's an all-white predominant school. So you know, my little behind coming from like an HBC, I'm like, okay, let's see what's going on. Who? When I tell y'all, culture shock. shock. Oh, it it really was. It took me three semesters to see a person of color in my class. Mm. Okay, and not only that, but some of the professors were just like assholes. I believe. But I went, I mean, I went to where I got that and actually went to a different school, Full Sail, which was amazing. It's also like an all, pretty much like an all white school, but the experience from Full Sail was different, you know. 
and my friends who actually came to my graduation were like, man, you just stay going to all these schools. I'm like, uh, <clears throat> first of all, you know we black, <clears throat> and I'm from Africa. So if you don't, if you come to this country, you don't really do anything for yourself, that's on you. Because, you know, we all know how people don't respect black people in this country. First mm-hmm. of all, they don't. So you always have to go above and beyond to have something that you be like, listen, don't try this stuff. Not at home. Okay, don't try with me. And I've always been that person. I'm like, don't try because, I mean, I'm, I'm going to come back after you. I'm just saying. It's a fair play, you know. But then I just want to like say, like, it's just good to see other black men, you know, doing their best. Because all people think, you know, black you know, men always go to jail, getting all this. It's just crazy. But I think 2020 has actually opened people's eyes to see more than yeah. just that. As much as it's been crazy, with, you know, with George Floyd, Ahmaud Aubrey, all this, it's just heavy. But like Willie said, you know, we're just grateful to be alive and to tell our stories, you know. Yeah. I mean, what does y'all got, got to add to it? I feel like I just preached. That was a whole word. No, I agree. It was. I definitely agree. Like, we we are we're in um, situation. Well, I'm going to go back to Willie real quick because he really touched, touched something when he said that he, when people lost their jobs, people lost their lives and pretty much their whole livelihood. Mm-hmm. Family dynamics have changed. I know personally, I have family dynamics that have definitely changed. People close to me have passed away. I almost lost my best friend. She was pregnant um, during, was pandemic still going on, but she was pregnant while she was, um, while she was fighting out the coronavirus, which put her into Ooh, coma. Oh, wow. And she almost, almost, she almost lost her baby and herself, but thank God she pulled through. Um, Hallelujah! What a I was, feeling. I was, um, put that out there. I haven't talked about it, but I was sick with the COVID at one point in time this summer, and I pushed through. And it was really Hello, one of, it was really one of the when I take out, it was one of the worst feelings I can. And I wasn't even out, like I wasn't even going out. Now I'm starting to live life, but I live very um cautiously. Yeah, cautiously. Like, people, I have my mask on. I'm telling you, I go places. I'd be the only one with my mask on. People be like, take your mask off. Everybody else, no, um, everybody you. else have their mask off. It, it really it serves you no point. But I'm like, look, y'all know my story. I'm gonna have this thing on. So forget y'all, whatever. But when I take out, it was one of the worst feelings ever. And to know that I was still, I was still able to work from home, still have a job during this time, still able to pay my bills. But I know people who really don't Come know on. how they're gonna make it. Like, and you know, like we, oh, we don't want to go to work. Oh, we don't want to do this virtually. Oh, we don't want to work from home. Like we tired. We just want everything to go back to where it was. But some people really lost everything. Like I'm still able to put food in my food in my mouth. Nothing has been turned off. Everything still is like on. I'm telling you, everything still is working for me. So um I'm just very grateful to God for that. And back to Martin when he was when you pretty much saying that us black men, we have something to show, like we're educated. Yes, I totally agree. I'm in a situation now in my job where I want to do more, but I feel like they're not. I'm not going to say appreciative of what I can do and then not try to give me a chance. So I'm really just taking taking my own chances on myself, bidding on myself because that's something that I haven't done in a very long time. So mm-hmm. um, it's me having these degrees, I have to use them because if, if I don't use them, I'm still going to be sitting in the same place where I'm <laughs> in right now. My salary is great, but I want more because I know I deserve more. I know what I can Hello. bring to the table. So I have to use everything that I got to get what I want. One of those running whole quotes, but it applies today. Okay. And, and let me and let me say this to you, Damien. <laughs> I think that that was the one thing that I had to really like do this year was to realize my worth when it came to what I bring Hello. to the table at work. Um, and I had to walk Ooh. away from a place that I was yeah. in for three years that I loved dearly to me. But I realized that they saw my they saw my worth but they weren't willing to pay me what i was worth if that makes sense mm, and that's even worse so i i definitely I, I agree with you i had to tap into that and again i left where i was and it was it was a very hard decision i'm talking about like when i when i decided to make the decision and god and i talk and we we had a one to one a heart to heart i really was like okay i want out i want out because yeah. Yeah. And and then just being transparent and just being honest, at my, my old job, they had five opportunities to promote me. Um and I was overlooked I was overlooked all five you? times. And that's how I feel, Willie. Like I I'm telling you, like at my job right now, I don't had I only had two pay raises. I've been there for two years, I only had two pay raises, but I've been in seven different departments. Seven. What? Seven that's the number of completion, okay? That's the number of completion. Seven different departments. It is. Yes. <laughs> I've been in seven different apart, um, departments, y'all, and I only got two pay raises. 
and they just oh we just move where we see fit you know like we we value as a as a as a as a person here blah 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 but when I went to talk to him, like, so what is this position? Like, you're not giving me like no insight on what's going on. Well, we really don't know what the position is. We're just we're just going with the flow, how we've done everything else. And I'm just like, okay, but that doesn't work for me. But you know, I gave you a bump. I gave you a bump in pay. And I'm like, okay, nobody will ever be able to use that against me again, ever in life. So right now, yes. like, I'm just pretty much trying to work as hard as I can to get to where I need to be. And I know it's gonna take some time because like. Right now, especially like being a young person that's millennial, it's like I don't I don't really try to like put us all in that category, but when we want something, we want it right then and there. And I can't even lie. Like I know that. Like, oh, I was just about to say this is a microwaveable, microwaveable um generation. <laughs> like when we yeah. want it, we want it now. And it's so sad that we we don't want to work for it, but we you, we just have to grind and work for it. And I know that one day I'm I'm gonna be able to look back and say God had me here oh, for yeah. a reason. You know, like He had yeah. me here for a reason, and it led me up to this point. It, it led me to never because I, I ain't gonna even lie. I've learned some skills. Like I learned how to work with people that I really don't care to work for. Because I know three four years ago I would have went off and walked Hello. out this job. Okay. Like with the quickness, because I I just don't be caring. <laughs> but I know that I have to look past all of them. Like this is how I got to eat. And how I gotta eat is what's gonna help me pay for these photo shoots. What's gonna help me pay for these these venues and and in these props for creating set designs and all this other stuff. So I gotta do what I gotta do now. Listen. So later on, I don't have to worry about um working at a job I really don't care about. Talking okay, to people that uh, I really don't care about. Uh, wait, what's the your magazine again? Ford fashion. Ford fashion, yes. There we so go. We- I'm definitely changing. I am revamping a lot of things. I'm going straight into creative directing for other brands. I'm working with a okay. brand right now, Up and Coming Guy. It's like a streetwear urban brand, but it's definitely different from what I've been seeing because, you know, people think streetwear is just T-shirts and some jeans, and it's definitely not. Yeah, like, right. he's really taking – he's really doing different things with his brand, so I'm really excited to be partnering up with him. Um, working with models, trying to help them build their portfolio, things that I wanted to do. So my magazine is definitely going to be seasonal, um, only in okay. May and November. So um, um, that's what it I'm going to be doing. It does give me definitely time. Because <clears throat> trying to cr- crank out a magazine every three, four months was really something that was was really, it wasn't achievable for me with the budget that I have. But everything I produce be great regardless of the budget. So, you know. Uh-uh, Willie, we need a feature. Come on. Okay? We need a feature. <laughs> Come on. Come on. I got Willie. I got y'all. <laughs> Come on, what we what, what we doing? What we going? Let me know. We yeah, can, I we can get it together. Okay, I'm ready. I'm, I'm ready. Like I'm to the point where I feel like I started off wrong, but that's 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 how you learn. That's how you grow. I was uh, pretty much trying to cater to a demographic that didn't. But cater let to me and let me help you in this one. Ooh. Don't ever say you started off wrong. You started off where you knew to start, and you grew from there. Okay. Let's do it. I like that better. I like that better. I like that better. We preaching. So I started off, I I really agree with what Willie just said. I liked it. I started off what I knew. But as I got older and as I read, as I learned, as I did my research, these people don't care about what I got going on. These people do not care about putting our people on the forefront. You know what I mean? Absolutely not. Hello. So I had to change my, Mm. my, my my, my full way of thinking because I was just so used to what that what the media put out about about yeah. fashion, you know what I mean? So I was like, let yeah. let me let me take all of that, uh-huh. let me take all of that I learned and throw it away. And mm. and and think about the people that my people who really built this industry. Fashion was built on black people's back. And I don't and people really Classes don't know in that. Session. And and and, oh, and, I, and I tell myself that all the time. People really don't understand it, and they don't know that because they looking at your Givenchy, they looking at your mm. Dior, they looking at your Gucci. They're not looking at the people like Walker Walker, Rockerwear. You know, they're not mm. looking at those people. Those people started the streetwear industry, Hello. honey. Yeah, started it. Trendsetters. I just found out the other day it was this black woman, John Paul Gaultier. He took her whole design of the Kong bra that she made from Madonna mm. in the 80s and claimed it's his own. Woo! And I just found that out, y'all. Just found that out recently, like a couple of weeks ago. And I'm like, damn, what we didn't do. Just mm. imagine if we was getting a credit that we deserved back then. There'll be more known black fashion designers. We wouldn't be up here screaming, trying to pull teeth to get our people in, in, in spreads. Mm. You know, trying to work at these big corporations. No, 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 no,
No, but then like we, I really feel like we we still we still like we're we we're getting somewhere, but it's still like we're pulling teeth still to this day, still to this day, and yes. it has to change, and the change gonna be with me and my people. Yeah, Ooh. and my and one person that I've always loved and people was is one of my favorite fashion icons is Andre Leon Talley, and we all I love, love Andre Leon Talley. He's always talked about inequality in fashion for years, and people called him crazy. And it wasn't until recently, um, especially when they started looking at Vogue and they started looking at Anna Wintour, that people was like, "Oh, maybe you weren't crazy." Right. Mm. After years, years, this so, is years, years, and that's mm. the thing. Like we people look at it as crazy, but when when things when when things start to become a trend, like, to me, like, black people are now trends in fashion. Mm. And it's sad mm. for me to say, but that's how they treat us. They treat us like yeah. a trend. And we're actually mm. trendsetters. Because when we say it's cool, y'all rock it. Yeah. Well, like, period. When we say it's cool, y'all rock it. If we don't give the step of approval, y'all won't do it. And, what, and one thing I will say, Damon, mm. I will always applaud you for, for um... Well, welcome, Booba. <laughs> your enthusiasm. Well, are you up forever now? late? Well, hello. <laughs> oh, God. hello. Welcome to the party. Hi, hello. <laughs> hey, y'all. Booba just joined. She was late. You know, I, she, she finally joined. Hello. But no, I was saying, I was saying, like Damon, I always applaud you for your um, perseverance in fashion, especially in Houston, um, because this is not a. It could be, but Houston is not a fashionable city. And that was one Not. of the reasons why I left the fashion game in Houston was because, like, they don't understand it. They, people wake up and, and just like, this is what I want to do with no experience, no guidance. Um, and because they say they do it for free, the people will hire them. Mm, so right. I mm. applaud you. And I want I want to tell mm. you to keep pushing, keep going. Um, look at focus on your end goal and what you have to do because again, your vision people may not always see it or understand it, but know as long as you understand and you keep your vision and you keep working towards it, to hell with what everybody thinks. That's what matters. Yeah, yeah. Booba, I mean, Mm -hmm. being a blogger, right? I'm sorry. Go ahead. I was going to ask you, being a blogger, how do you see the uh, the Houston fashion industry? Because you know, I mean, you have one on this call already. And you know how everyone is as, like into their fashions, <laughs> and like really just say a little. This is a little mean, <laughs> but as a as a blogger, I like that the that the Houston fashion is still behind because there's little to no competition. <laughs> there's no pressure. <laughs> Actually, that's the word. It's like you you never right, go anywhere true. and you're worried that oh my god, do I have to be like in something designer? It's always someone in cowboy boots. Always, Not always somebody <laughs> in cowboy boots. <laughs> You will go to the most fanciest <laughs> club and it will be somebody in a pair of jeans and cowboy boots. <laughs> We're not in Nacogdoche, Texas. <laughs> yeah, but um, it's not, it's not really, it's not a lot of pressure. Like, I, I really would, I think that a stylist would find it really hard to work here because here it's like, Maybe, you're a stylist yeah. for what? Why? You know? And I also think these days, like, I think being a stylist in general is getting harder because you know how people like on Instagram, you see sense of like style and people giving, <clears throat> people giving free fashion advice and all that. You can easily save a look and recreate it. Yeah. Hello. Exactly. That's me all my so, life. Like, it's These days <laughs> being like finding a stylist that's making it, I feel like they would work, you know, it would be easier for them to work like on a set of a movie or something like that. But like as a person, it's getting harder unless you're working for like celebrities, which means you have to do it in LA or like New York or something. New York, agreed. Yeah. And it's expensive. It's it's it's, it's yeah. damn near expensive. Yeah, uh, I agree with her. Yeah, Booba. Uh, before you join, we're actually talking about like you know reflections for 2020 because uh, listeners know this episode is actually pre-recorded and this is the season finale for Saturday. Ooh, Shade. So congratulations! And what are your reflections? Season? <laughs> thank you, thank you. Even though you joined mm-hmm. us late, we still love you. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. So what are your reflections on Mine? 2020? I yeah, think yours. the thing that I've really like learned this year, like more than ever, I've always never really been a judgmental person, but 
is just to not like judge and feel like I can come to conclusions about another person's life based on their actions. Ooh, let me um, on this you one. know, like a lot of times, like, you know how maybe you don't hear from somebody and you're like, why are you ignoring me? And you get mad, you catch an attitude. I've just gotten to this point where even if I don't hear from someone, like whenever I see them, I'm not going to be angry. If I feel like maybe someone's having an attitude with me, like I'm not going to be angry because I've learned that people are going through so much stuff. Like people are going through a lot, you know, and you never know what someone is dealing with on the side and what's triggering their behavior. And I've just learned to have love for people. Like I know there's a person who I was trying to reach out to and they were not responding. And when they met me, they kind of felt like, okay, I think Booba is not going to want to talk to me or whatever. And I was like, listen, I understand everyone's going through something. And indeed they were going through something. So for me, it's just reached a point where I don't judge people's lives anymore. I don't throw around anger, you know, anyhow. So I right. think I think that's just mm. something I've taken from 2020, like to just be a little more patient with people. Mm, that's yeah. a word. And, that's a good one. Ooh, I feel like we've been. I feel like for the last few episodes, it's like we always. Yeah, and I also forward, think like, that 2020 ooh, has taught ooh, me ooh, that. Yeah. And I tweeted this the other day. Um, is that it really taught me that the biggest mistake that I made this year was expecting me from other people. Mm-hmm. Ooh, ooh yeah. um, come out mm-hmm. now. The things that I give to other people, and and I, again, just to like piggyback on what oh, off of what Booba said, I understand that everyone goes through things. I do exactly. But I am that person, that friend, that um, just just human being. That as much as people think that I'm so shady and they think that I am bougie and I'm stuck up. <laughs> to the core of me, and this is why I always say is that people who are my friends, they understand and they know who I am to the core. To the core, I am that one that if you are feeling down and it's three o'clock in the morning, you can call me now. You may have to call me twice. But when you call me and if you need me, I'm there. And I just had to really learn to stop expecting me from other people mm-hmm. because every time that I did, Mm. I got let down. Yeah. So oh. that, that was that was another thing that 2020 taught me. And you know what? Uh, honestly, this is going to sound crazy because a lot of people don't. But, you know, 20, one thing I've actually learned from 2020 is just, you know, to be, to kind of like give myself credit for what I do, okay? Honestly, I'm kind of like in like this, uh, what's called, uh, go-go mm-hmm. mood. I never kind of like stop or do anything. Literally, I'm just like, I just keep going because I was just having a conversation with one of my cousins, right? And she was like, what have you accomplished so far? You know, we're talking about education because you know, we're trying to see one of my cousins wants to come to uh, come to school out of here for college. I'm like, you know what? I don't even know. And she was like, how many degrees do you have? I'm like, I don't know. So we literally went down the line to count. And to honestly, wow. five degrees. Yeah. I'm like, whoa. Wow. That's amazing. I know. I was like, what the hell? So one of my friends actually called <laughs> him like a professional student, right? And I'm like, oh, whatever. <laughs> no, because I'm like, one, I have two associates, right? One in human resources and one in like communications. And I have a bachelor's in broadcasting, you no know, communications, obviously. And I have two masters, you no know, one, one, uh, one is an MSc in uh, journalism innovation, and the other one is like MA in uh, what's it called new media and journalism. Mm-hmm. I'm like, God damn, shit, I didn't exactly. get a job that I can actually handle my own shit, right. you know? And I'm like, I've done it myself. I'm like, because honestly, if for those that have actually known me for like the longest since elementary school, I really didn't like school, mm-hmm. I, I hated school, okay. So my friends in the world are like, wow, you you went at 360. I'm like, I know. <laughs> but it's God, it's not me. Because honestly, if I had my own, I would never be in school. Like if, if it was literally up to me, I'll probably not after high school, I think that's it. I'd like, let me just run my life. Should I wish what's called Instagram around that time? Mm-hmm. Doing some dumb shit. <laughs> but now I'm like, you know what? It's good. I've done it myself. I need to be able to like, you know, empower other people. It's possible. It's, you can do it. We all don't like school. And one thing I've always said, I wish in it, like anything in entertainment, right? It shouldn't be like a whole four-year degree. It should be like a trade school, you know? Because if someone wants to like, you know, operate like a camera and do it, yeah. I don't think it should be a four-year degree. Even if it is, yes. it should be a trade school type of setting where it's like hands-on all the time. And not taking all these exactly. loans and you end up being in debt for like... 95 years. Ooh. Baby, let me tell y'all something. Sally May won't get Hello. a job <laughs> 
Because if God it won't do won't it, get done. it won't get done. <laughs> Hello? I, that's, that's for the fans who are listening. If God won't do it, it won't get done, baby. And that's real talk. Oh, my God. You know what's crazy? So, this actually reminds me, though. So, uh, so back in 2016, right, when I, about to go to, when I was about to go to grad school, I did apply to Columbia, right? We all know Columbia is expensive, and it's just hard to get in. Thankfully, I did, but with no scholarship, okay? Oh. And it was $150,000 per- for the program. And I was like, I was like, Dad, what are we going to do? I'm like, no, maybe you just pray to God. He was like, child, this is not in God's plan. I said, damn, <laughs> $150,000. He was like, not this one. But, you know, I'm like, that was actually a lot of money. So just to know how, uh, what's it called? It's expensive to get into schools. Oh, baby, I know. And student loans? Mm-mm. I'm not here for it. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. Anyway, so wait, but I have a question though. Don't you feel like sometimes when you hear these stories about people like, you know, uh, hacking is like different systems, I'm like, why don't y'all hack into oh, like federal student loans and delete my name? Because my last name's A. Delete, like, delete, delete Control out, delete. Like, <laughs> and my thing, y'all can hack on the Equifax, <laughs> hacking the Sally Mae, hacking the Great Lakes, Navient. Just <laughs> please. <laughs> yes. I ain't got Sally May, though. Thank so God. I have to to ass, I just uh, need them to do a factory reset real quick. Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm over this. Overit.com. <laughs> but see, so I want to ask you guys about Ooh. your mental health for 20. How has it been? Because we all know it's been a while where, like, it's like it's been nonstop up and down. How have you guys been able to, like, you know, maintain, like, a stable mental kind of, like, um, so you don't go crazy. Like I said, I started um, being very transparent. Um, 2019, um, I wasn't, I was like, oh, I don't need to go to therapy. So I started going to a therapist. He was a white man. No tea, no shade. But I'd be in there. He'd be like, do, 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 are you, or do you have anxiety? Um, would you, mm-hmm. do, do you think you need meds? <laughs> I don't need no medication. And like not not to Ooh. not to down anybody with medication or whatever because whatever you have to do to help you get through life then it's just you. But personally, I feel like I didn't need medication. Yeah. I just needed someone to talk to and help me figure out what is what are these issues that I've been going through. So I started going to a black woman named Hope. Shout out to Hope, Hope Pamplin. She's right off sixteen. Hello, Hope. Hope, she Hope openings. She does. She, I think she does have openings, if I'm not mistaken. She take it all. Her point, if you don't got no insurance, her point is a little pricey. But Hope going to get you together. No, Tina, I ain't going to even lie to y'all. Ooh. But just going to her, she really helps me, like, help with all my traumas that I was going through. Things that, personally, that I forgot about or that I just suppressed and put them to the back of my mind. Mm-hmm. And we, we all do that, especially, like, things from our childhood. Like, we don't know why. In this moment, sometimes we don't know why we react to certain things. And she really helps me. She always told me, like, when it comes to, especially, like, personal relationships, trying to be in relationships, she said, I always have this guard up. One thing she told me was that, because I was like, I just don't understand, like, why I be giving giving so much to so many people. And they be like, oh, I want it. But then again, Mm. I don't. And when they don't want it, I'm like, why? And it was because of the fact that I give everything. Literally, I, I give I, I give you my head to my toes and I be trying to feel like I'm not, I'm like, why well, I'm not good enough is because I feel like I wasn't good enough when I was a child, like trying to, trying to mm-hmm. make sure mom and dad saw me in lights where I didn't see myself and it was just always hard. So my girl really helped mm. me and I really been using those tools and things to this day. I got to go back cause I ain't been in a couple months cause you know, she's a little pricey, <laughs> but okay, I'm going back after my hope. birthday. I need to give her a reflection of the year. Ooh. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, I think Anybody like else? I said, we, we started off talking about it, but um, I think that um, so I, I kind of like, I, I kind of use God and my therapist at the same time. You got to, baby. And in <laughs> Corona, well, COVID, Hello? let me not say Corona, because every time I hear somebody say Corona, I just be like, the ghetto. But <laughs> <laughs> right when COVID nineteen hit, <laughs> Miss um, nineteen. <laughs> when it first hit, um, we stopped going to church. That oh my god! Really threw me for a loop. 
Amen, brother. And I'm talking about through me for a loop. So at the time, and I think at the time I was like, okay, well, I'm kind of getting a little bit better. And I thought that I could stop seeing my therapist. And and I was like, okay, I'm I'm starting to recognize mm. certain things. Um, and then I stopped and then church stopped happening. <laughs> um and that's when that kind of like downhill happened as far as in um just just going through months of questioning who I was and my capabilities and things like that. But I think that the one thing that I really had to tap back into is that I had to realize, really realize who I was and whose I was, because once I recognized those two, um, I was able to take my power back from a lot of situations and a lot of people. Um, Cause Hello. once you realize yes. who you are and whose you are, you are able to really um, understand your power that you hold within yourself. So I think that that's one thing that I had to really do. But I think, mm. um, you know, I just, I think that I applaud, I applaud, really do I applaud any millennial and especially a black male millennial um, who we take it upon ourselves to go and see a therapist to understand triggers and traumas from our childhood, like Damien said, that we have suppressed. Um, Ooh. Because it's real, y'all. It's really really, real. It's really real. It's really real. And I love that we are as a as a as a male and as a black male, we're really starting to realize that I'm not crazy if I go and see a therapist. I'm not crazy. No one just ever gave me the opportunity Mm. to say how I felt about a situation. Exactly. Because my mom, so I ain't gonna even my mom told me and she and I had to let her and I was like, we don't do that. We don't say that. She was like, black people don't go to therapy. And I said, and I said, that's your problem. She said, you don't. I, I said, that's your problem. <laughs> um, I'm going to go to somebody and talk to, because I can't talk to you about everything. Yeah. Because the only thing you're going to say, like, even when I told her, like, I didn't feel like that I was shown the love that I needed to be shown as a child. You know, my mama love me. Y'all mom is my best friend. Don't get me wrong. Like, that's my girl. That's my ride or die. Like, if somebody say something to her, I'm popping off. Grandma got it to Grandma went out for home one time, like, hold up, granny. There you go. Hold up. You know, that's what I'm like, hold up, girl, because that's not cute. Just like you, get it right. But um, she is just certain things that, that we can't talk about. And I was telling her, like, it's times in my life where I feel like that you wasn't there when I needed you to be there, even though you were still there. But I just needed, I just really needed you to listen to me. You wasn't listening. You didn't understand things that I was trying to say. And she was like, well, mm. I did the best. I could say, yeah, I'm not saying that you did a, you did a bad job or you was a bad parent. But I feel like you didn't hear me when I needed you to hear me. And I was like, "This is my girl. This is why I go to therapy. Mm. She gonna help me understand." Cause like my th- <laughs> like my therapist told me like <laughs> your pa- parents are human too, and sometimes we don't look at that. We look at them as being a parent, and they ain't supposed to make no mistakes. But mm-hmm. they human as well. So I had to let my girl know. All right, girl, I understand now. <laughs> no, Booba, have you been to therapy before? Me, no, and I mean. I haven't never, but this, I, this I feel like um, I never it's had, something so. that I would definitely, definitely want to do. Um, I just haven't had like the time to like really focus on getting a therapist and stuff. But it's something I definitely will have to do. Yeah. Can, can I say this? My advice was because mm, I used absolutely. to be like boob. I used to be like I didn't have the time. I'm going to say this. And I really had to adopt this principle and if, if anybody knows me my friends call me like Walanya but I love Iyama I love Iyama Van Zandt I love Iyama Van Zandt I really do and one of the things one of the things that she's always talked about is about the course of miracles where it talks about what comes out of the cup is for you and what's in the cup is for me mm-hmm. and mm. I had to realize that for so long I poured into other people's cups and when time for me to drink from it. I had nothing to drink from. So I had to really focus on me and realize if the cup overflows, it's for y'all. It's cool. But if my cup is empty, I can't pour into your cup. So I had to really make time for Mm -hmm. my mental health. Um, And again, it can be like, this is a crazy thing. When you see a therapist, sometimes we don't realize it's the smallest things Yep, it's it the smallest things. Like it's sometimes yeah. some things can happen. It's so small. Like I know 
I know one of my personal triggers is when people don't take accountability for anything. That Ooh, is, child. I'm talking about that really like mm. people can possibly see a whole different side of me because it sets me off because I am triggered by my childhood when it comes to my father just being transparent um, mm. with his lack of ability to take accountability for mm -hmm. things that he may have done in, 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 in my childhood. So I had to really be like, dang, why do, why when I'm talking to people and I'm like, if you mess up, just say I messed up and they can't say it. And I go like from zero to a thousand. I had to realize, dang, you are like really going from zero to a thousand. And it's a small thing that I never really put my hand on to see exactly what it was until I started seeing therapists. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So now yeah, I, pull it out of you. I just walk away. Really I just walk away from people to take accountability. I had to take my power I, back. I, I'm trying. Zero to a thousand. Heart rate at about 120. Blood pressure raised. Ooh, I'm seeing not a not the blood I don't pressure. All that. We don't got time. We got to live. Hello. Uh-uh. See, now, now I'm thinking I need to go. I mean, honestly, because my goofy ass, I'm going to be like, okay, you what's are, next? You would think that way, though. You I mean, were I, you I would really feel like it's not gonna work. My first day I went in, Hope was like, You holding back. She said, You holding back. I ain't gonna say nothing, but you holding <laughs> back. And I was going for, for at least two months before I really just let 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 everything out. And it was on my birthday. She was like, When you want your next appointment? I said, Well, I like to go on a Tuesday or oh, it's a Monday. And I said, My birthday is a Monday. Mm. She was like, We're not doing it. I said, Yes, we are. She's like, yeah, I love trying to come in here on y'all birthday. I said, no, we're we going to do it. That's the reflection. And I went in. It is. And I went in and she said, I want you to write a birthday letter to yourself. Y'all, I wrote that uh -uh. letter. Y'all, before I knew it, and I was I was dreading. I, I'm going to come up to get emotional. I was dreading writing it. And so I was like, I'm going to get to this office. I'm going to write it while I'm sitting in the car. Then I'm going to go in. So y'all, I wrote that thing. And not even knowing that I was, that was the most truthful I've been to myself in my whole Ooh. life. And y'all, before I knew it, I was in that thing crying. And she was like, there you go. We done made some progress. We done made some progress. Mm. And some of the stuff that I told myself, and I looked, I, I never gave myself thanks. I never congratulated myself. I always let other people congratulate me. And I feel like that was something that I was missing. Because you have to give yourself roses. Mm. Before I'm somebody else gives you roses, you have to give yourself roses. And it's just some real talk. And Ooh. I was never doing that. I was like, oh, yeah, I did that. Whatever, it's cool. Yeah, I graduated. Whatever, it's cool. Yeah, I started my own business. Whatever, it's cool. But I had to really tell myself, like, you are really doing this regardless if you're not where you want to be in life. You are really doing something that other people dream about. And trying to figure out how they can get there. Oh, wow. So, Ooh, man, I got to cry. And I was like, I need to start living every day like it's homecoming. <laughs> Come on, every day like it's homecoming. <laughs> Oh, that's not the, the only whole time I feel like I really just let myself loose. Mm. Honestly, I've never seen myself just like really just Ooh. go out and just like have fun and live life. Not saying be all wild and making only fans Ooh. and all Ooh. that shit. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> but just, Ooh. I'm not being shady. I'm just I'm no. Just that, was shady. Shady, but... <laughs> that was shady. That was shady. That was a whole trick. But I really, that's the only time mm. I caught myself just like living life. Y'all know we at homecoming, we drinking, we dancing, we just, we living it, honey. And that's we living that I life. like, I need to start living my everyday life like that. And and that's what I started doing. And I, <clears throat> I brought myself so much peace and so much joy from just from writing that letter and knowing that I was that truthful to myself. And I said, I got to do this. And ever since then, I've been doing it. And I have no regrets. We love to see you. Cool. Okay, I think I'll, I'll take a chance and go see a therapist. Booba, you too. They're like, what's Booba? Yeah. You I'm too. like, what's Oh, yeah, definitely. I'm not anti-therapy at all. I just, um, this is not the time. But I've definitely, like, this is something I definitely want to do. Maybe they got do. virtual. It's t they got telehealth. Is it is it free? <laughs> is the therapist you're talking about free? <laughs> yeah, like, with your, what, independent, like, also, like, with your insurance. If you have insurance, they're offering, like, all virtual appointments are really health, uh, are really free. Cause Blue Cross Blue Shield, they had virtual, but I needed to. They didn't have a lot of black people. I ain't gonna even lie to you. And I need to. I need a black person. Cause I was going to a white man at first. I feel like he could relate. Mm -hmm. He could understand me if I'm saying mm -hmm. I'm having problems with with my man, with my mama, with my daddy. Mm -hmm. You need medication. How's your anxiety? Mm -hmm. 
<laughs> like, I'm like, girl, and it like I don't understand <laughs> what are we doing here. I'm not trying to be popping opioids every day. Like, I don't get it. <laughs> oh my god! I mean, this has been so fun to be honest with you. I'm like, oh, we needed this for real. But before we wrap up, right? And like we said, 2020 has been <laughs> a good one. Okay, it's been a, it's been good. It's been bad. It has everything. What are mm. you looking forward to for 2021? I know one, not this COVID shit. Who wants to go first? <laughs> Hello. Hello. I honestly feel like COVID is going to get worse before it gets any better. Because mm-hmm. people are really reckless. I ain't going to even lie to y'all. People yeah. are reckless. I done, I done been to places. They done, they done opened the neighborhood back up. And I ain't going to even lie. I've been patronizing. But I've been having my mask on. I ain't gonna even lie. I don't drink after nobody. I mean, <laughs> we have a pharmacist on this call. What? So she and... might want to advise people. I said we have a pharmacist on this call. You, you might want to advise people. Gonna people listen, don't take this seat. Especially millennials. They're not going to listen to shit. <laughs> Y'all, I I went to I went to the, I went to the old stomping grounds, and I haven't been to this place since 2014, and it opened back up at the end of 2019. I went to Miss 2012 and Leland Street, 2020, y'all. It was really. I'm about to roll out this shit. It's, uh-uh, wait, I it's, <laughs> it's, it's culture, but we still call it 2020 now. Still, oh, I went. I ain't gonna even lie, y'all. I went to this 20, and let me tell y'all, to every one of 20 people. It was only one person with a mask, and I was there one out of twenty. And I promise you, it's about a good. I can't. I'm not mm-hmm. even gonna tell y'all the number because this is before they opened from fifty to seventy five. That thing was packed, like mm-hmm. it was at one hundred percent capacity. One dude, one dude was like, "Houston has always been wilding out." Oh my god, I'm not embarrassed anymore because he had his mask on. I had my big maroon mask on, honey. <laughs> <laughs> play, play me, play with me. I'm not getting COVID with y'all. I don't have it before I'm not oh. getting it again. I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. Oh my God. <laughs> Willie said he about to roll up the shit. Go ahead, Willie. <laughs> so we're we're giving our what we're looking for to twenty twenty one. Okay. So for me, I yes. think that um what I'm most excited about is to continue growing. Um and Amen. becoming more of a better person. Um, just again with daily strides okay. and and mm-hmm. really striving and being cognizant about the decisions and the people that I choose to associate myself with. Um, I, I'm excited. I'm excited about growth in general. Growth, career growth, personal growth, all that one. I'm excited about growth. Mm. Mm-hmm. I agree. Say it, okay. Okay, that's a good word. Miss yeah. Booba. Um, for me, twenty twenty one. I think three things. I want more calamity, stability, and I want to move my career towards doing humanitarian work. I'm like, oh, that. that's Ooh. beautiful. Yeah, she said, "I'm gonna stand on y'all." I want to like. Ooh. I feel. Now, I, I, I feel very. Said. You know, my work is really monotonous. You know, handing people their little prescriptions, and um, I want—I feel like there's more to yeah. life than simply you know sitting up in a pharmacy. So I want to like have more. I've always wanted to be more impactful, more purposeful, and I've always wanted to like um, work, uh, travel for work. And you know, when you're doing humanitarian work, you're do, you're working in like foreign countries that are having like issues and problems. So that's what I want to do. I hope it works out, but uh, yeah, we'll see. Okay. Well, that is the motivation for me. <laughs> right. Like I, I think for me, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I mean, <laughs> I think for me, your 2021, no, I definitely want to see growth. Um, I definitely agree with Miss Booba. I do want to start doing more uh, humanitarian work, especially like for the community. Mm-hmm. Um, I especially like with the homeless community. The um the the women's shelter. I just really want to be able to give back to people who who are I'm not gonna say less fortunate, but who just need some help. Uh, because sometimes people they they just need help. They just need a, a, a good pick me up or whatever. So I definitely want to start doing um, more things like that. 
I also like just career wise, like I definitely want to see myself step into my purpose a lot more. I've I've let fear get ahead. I mean, um what's is that the correct way? Yeah, I let fear take over. Uh take over me a lot. And I definitely want to um I, I definitely want to like let that like get rid of that fear and just step into it. Cause if we never step into it, we're never gonna see how great we can be. And find my man. Absolutely. Hey. <laughs> I'm gonna hit by me though. Personally. The Boaz, your ass. My Boaz. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> okay, so mine is like, you know, just trying to be a better person. You know, 2020 has been a very rough one, so I still want to be able to do me. Having you know, do this every Saturday, you know, just to have some fun, you know, and also looking forward to getting married. You know, you know, I, I don't know. We'll see how that goes. Um. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I'm catching up on that because I'm, I'm looking like, for a reason wow. to, to put on a I'm tuxedo. Right Come on, mm. hello. I need Willie. We need a good old line hello. dance. I haven't live <laughs> oh. danced like I was supposed to this hello. year. <laughs> but just listen, just so you know, we're right. going to the motherland. It'll have I'm to down, be Ghana, baby. So I'm get down. your passport. We can, we can live some melatonin. Too. You know the motherland. Go to sleep. <laughs> oh yeah, you can. Listen. <laughs> we gonna mix it up. It's gonna be amazing, and I'm all, I'm actually excited because I'm actually working a process where we can actually Ooh. do Saturday shit virtual next year, so we'll be on camera. Because people always talk about the conversations are good. We want to see people's reaction. I'm like, oh, y'all not gonna get a good reaction reaction from me because my <laughs> face always looks like what the fuck anyway. But I'm actually looking forward to you know doing that, and I'm excited. And I mean, thank you guys so much for joining this episode. Like I said. This is our season finale. I'm that don't mean we're not coming back. We're coming back, okay? In January 2021. So thank y'all so much for coming. Ms. Booba, thank you. People, don't forget Good to chai. support Booba's podcast. Okay? It's called Go Chai. I'm going to have to download Y'all can sign up to yeah. join. I know, right? invite anyone. Yeah, what, what we... Come oh, on, let's, down, let's, let's, move this, let's move this shade over there. To the, let's move. <laughs> yeah, Booba, can you, can you like... What's the call? If y'all want to join right now, we can join do one after this. This is going to be good. Oh, oh, she said right I'm now. She said, be ye also ready. <laughs> Stay ready so you don't get lost. <laughs> yeah, I can send y'all the link it. and I have a few things we could talk about. <laughs> okay, Sounds I'll just good. put a, a text to it right after this call. I so you can actually get, go from there. Okay, well. Thank y'all so much. Right. Happy, Happy New Year! Happy New Year! Bye! <laughs>